Hey, Brian here. Just want to give some practical advice I've been thinking about and been stirring up uh, for the last few months, and I wanted to put some content out there because if you're starting a business or thinking about starting a business or in your first few months or, or years, this might be very relatable advice. So the first thing I'll go into is um, don't get fancy in your first few years. Uh, I had to open up an actual physical space, and when it came down to finding my spot, um, I was really comparing what I needed to other companies that had been around for a while. And that's a mistake, because when you're starting a business, you don't need to be like everybody else, nor should you necessarily think that you can be like everybody else. So I went way too fancy, uh, way too big, and wish I would have gone professional, but in a much more simplistic simplistic way. So whether that's a physical space, whether that's materials, equipment, um, supplies, etc. You don't need to get fancy. You just don't. Get the results first. You know, keep, keep your money handy so you can leverage that later. Don't get fancy. Uh, second one is the sharks are out in the water when you're or are starting out as a small business. So you're the little fish and you're bleeding in the water and those sharks are going to come after you with everything they've got. So what I mean by that is when you start out or if you are in for, still in your starting a uh, few months, years, etc., everyone and from the marketing capacity, coaching capacity is going to come after you and promise you things that um, are may or may not be true, but you got to be very careful. So I spent thousands of dollars on on marketing and advertising that was both suggested by my larger group, by peers, but also that I just bought into from, you know, ex-salesperson. Well, make sure you're measuring that investment on a regular basis and then use your common sense at the same time. You know, like if you're starting out, don't spend thousands of dollars on TV advertising. Don't spend it on on a billboard necessarily. And these might be different depending on what your industry or your business is. But at the same time, I am just amazed at how some salespeople can go after small businesses, sign them up for programs that are thousands of dollars, and pretty much know that it's not going to yield them results and sleep at night. I just don't understand it. I mean, I just don't get it. I mean, the business I'm in, I went into so that I could sleep at night and so that I could help people really grow and have a better life. I just can't understand profiting off of of people um, that you're taking advantage of. And I think a lot of the people don't, don't mean like aren't bad people. I just think that they're not being honest with themselves, right? I mean, do your research. Look at things that actually work. Look at the numbers of today. You know, TV advertising, radio advertising is not nearly as as impactful as it was 20 years ago. So don't use data from that time for today. It just doesn't work. And you just got to be very careful about that. So again... Everyone in the world is going to be calling you for their their latest TV promotion and click-through rate and all this 
mumbo jumbo and at the end of the day you know what the metric is it's sales it's conversion so if you're not getting that it's not an investment it doesn't make any sense and then the other piece that I've really noticed, and again, it's, it's one of those things where I'm surprised people can sleep at night, are all the coaches and all the mentors and everyone has an ebook and they have all this great advice and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Like some of those people can really be very practicable, but some of them are just ridiculous in the costs that they do. So one good thing that I would pull from is don't take advice from someone that hasn't done what you're trying to do. Sounds so obvious, but just because it's a large coaching name doesn't mean anything at all, not even a little bit. You can have great advice, but if you're not in this specific industry and you haven't done that before, how the hell can you possibly think that you can give that advice and think it's the right thing to do for this person? You know, even if you're a extremely large corporation that can spend the money, it's still not right. You know, it's one of those things where there's great advice out there, but make sure that you're, again, not signing up for a long contract. Make sure that you're taking advice from someone that has done specifically what you're trying to do. You know, not just everyone's, you know, everyone thinks they've grown a business. Well, have you grown a business or not? I mean, you know, self-help coaches that are in their 20s and 30s. And I even, I even had a, a, a colleague who was who wanted to do a business coach. And I'm like, dude, you've never ran a business, man. Like, how can you coach a business if you've never ran a business? There's thought, there's theory, and then there's practicality and experience. Don't fall down those rabbit holes because there's too many people out there that have good advice that will help you. And I can give suggestions if you need those. But uh, uh, those are two things. And the final one I would say was just surround yourself with people you want around you so i i have i'm in a position where i had to hire a team um and less than i actually thought but i went through a lot of people and um sometimes i get a lot of judgment for that because it's questionable well you are you a good leader are you setting them up for success are you onboarding them properly are you giving direction you know a lot of the reason for me was I don't expect people to work as hard as I do because it's my business and it's it's my name. But at the same time, work ethic is a commodity that is not as common as it once was. And that's really unfortunate. And I really, I don't necessarily believe it's a generational thing. And I think everyone's heard that enough to make their ears bleed. Because I, I know people that are in their 50s and 60s that are, that are lazy as hell. And I know people in their 20s and 30s that are extremely hardworking. So I think it's with every generation has probably a lot to do with how you were raised and what you surround yourself with. So be careful who you surround yourself with. Any, anytime you have an interview, that's not really the interview. The interview is when they actually start work. So I would make sure that, again, you're starting out a business, you've got like a 30, 60, 90 day plan out there so that you're covering your, your business and you're covering your bottom line. You can say all day that you're the top salesman in the world but if you don't do anything in your first few weeks or etc then then that doesn't mean anything i'm not a huge fan of resumes i spent about four seconds on resumes the rest of it is interaction it's conversation and then it's putting it to work and seeing what happens so when it comes to hiring team or even or having uh people that you have as mentors etc be very careful on who those people are. Again, I go back to don't take advice from people 
that are not doing what you want to do, whether they're in your business and in your industry or not. It's not worth it. It doesn't do anything. It's noise and it will just pollute your head. So those are some three practical pieces. Don't get fancy. Um, the sharks are in the water. They're going to come up for every dollar you possibly have. And then finally, surround yourself with good people and continuously audit who they are. Take care.